0: Welcome to the Dripping in Black Podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence
1: throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis.
0: What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black Podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis. And per usual, we have another fantastic guest who represents Black excellence In some parts of the world. Today's guest is Stanford Wilkinson. Stanford, say hello to the world.
1: Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. So, we're going to talk a little bit about Stanford. He's going to tell us his story. Uh, I I bumped into him uh, at my school's graduation, he was the keynote speaker. And that's how we come to uh create this opportunity for the dripping in black. Um, very impressed with the young man um in that environment. So thought I wanted to have him on, and we've had a little conversation, and we made it happen. But we always begin by introducing our guests to our audience, and I introduce them by asking this simple but not so simple question. If I was to say, who is stanford wilkinson how would you respond
1: man so i'm just i'm just a a boy from the west side of detroit man who who has a as a has a big heart for uh helping people um who has a passion uh for philanthropy and especially um in particular uh, uh in the lives of our youth um i'm a grandparent's boy uh, my parents were always around but uh you know uh some people say i have an old soul every now and then cuz i was raised by my grandparents but uh that's that that's me in a nutshell i'm sure we'll pull out some uh some more things as far as uh me and my story goes um throughout this podcast today
0: yeah, so when you say west side, give us some streets, you
1: know, how we doing uh in Detroit and Michigan. We like the man, streets. So, so I'm from I'm from Woodrow, man. Woodrow Wilson. So mm-hmm. I'm off uh Rudolph right Davidson and Woodrow Wilson. If uh, oh yeah,
0: you barely you barely west side. You you
1: almost not west side. That's, that's uh yeah, yeah, the yeah, side. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm born loud. I'm still, we still west though. So we write <laughs> we write the Davidson Davison uh Linwood, Dexter area, you know, that's probably more yeah. more popular, but yeah, I'm right, I'm right there, right there, uh Woodruff, mm. born born and raised, man.
0: And what what schools did you attend?
1: So I went elementary school. I went to Stewart Elementary School, which was on uh, over there on Glendale and Twelfth and Street. Um then I went to uh middle school. I went over uh Saint Timothy, Saint Timothy Lutheran School on seven and Evergreen and then uh high moving on to high school, I went to central high school over there in the neighborhood, but then it got it got real crazy over there, and my parents they they said "You gotta get out of here so i was I was upset with that decision man and I left there and and went to renaissance high school um for a while and 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 I ended up we were living too far from there, so that's how I ended up at ropeshod and finished the last two years at at Robichaud, um high school I ended up graduating from there.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. Quite a quite a a, a travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School yeah. wise
1: Yes, uh, mm. I've bounced around but
0: for a minute, it, it sounded like uh, the beginning of the Fresh Prince. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a little problem. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: man! I was, <laughs> I was, I was all for. Man, I was all for it because you know my my whole family's from that area. I have a big family. My dad has fourteen brothers and sisters, all by the same parents, who all grew up in that area. So, you know, we're deeply rooted in that area. So, I had a bunch of cousins that were at the school at the time bunch of neighborhood kids that i grew up with so I, I i was good but you know they the stuff hit the news and and, and dad was like man it's time to i think there was a shooting yeah. or something and dad was like i didn't even have a school to go to he just said you can't go back there so we figured it out
0: yeah
1: <laughs> figured it out after that yeah. so yeah yeah i was out all
0: right out. so let's get into this um you know i find i find you very interesting because uh how old are you
1: 30 30 30 just turned
0: 30 in May yes okay yeah and you know you look like you're about 22 right. <laughs> uh, to me yeah, man. and um so I think that's what jumped out at me immediately at the graduation was uh, who is this young guy and then when we started talking you said uh you you're mentoring
1: yeah.
0: well, I'm thinking wow okay so let's talk about your program what's the name of your program
1: uh, the name of my program is called the Determined, Exceptional, Fearless Youth Program. Um, mm-hmm. uh, better known as the Defy Program. So we're a nonprofit. Um, originally a nonprofit mentoring program, um, based uh, in southeastern Michigan. Um, but now we've ventured out. I mean, not ventured out, but we we've spread branched out and from uh mentoring to uh we have a financial literacy program where we teach the uh importance of financial education to not only youth but um you know to to whole families as well um, we have a right. uh, a stem program a robotics program um, where we teach uh you know all the tech stuff and coding um engineering and then we have um uh we're doing a passion pursuit program which basically uh whatever the kids they they heart set out to do we want to put them in a position to have access to be able to pursue it and and learn about it and and, and navigate in those directions so man we have um mm-hmm. a music uh music studio well I'll, I'll get into what um the facility we just acquired in, in a bit here but yeah that's that's okay. pretty much the defy program and and, and what we do
0: yeah, so I, I was, again, I'm still tripping. So I'm thinking you must have started this program when you left Central. <laughs>
1: man, I, you 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 would think so, man. You would think so, but uh, you know, um, you know, when, when I don't know, it's 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 to answer your question, it's been been two years since we started, man. But we've we've okay, we've hit the ground running, and we've we've opened, and you know, some doors have opened for us, and you know, we've been in positions mm-hmm. that I, I I couldn't even imagine we we would be in um as soon as we are so you know it's just definitely a a blessing to be uh you know in the positions that we're in but yeah it's only only been two years since we've been determined officially a nonprofit organization
0: okay and and why why did you do this
1: man so people people in particular has always been a passion for me man um Mm -hmm. just 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 helping folks you know i come from like i said i come from a big family and that's that's what we were you know built on um so uh i was doing it and helping people you know in the streets and doing it um for some of the wrong reason in the and in the wrong way so you know, there's some um, some things that came up in life where I had to to, to take a pivot or 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 go, you know, come to the fork in the road and go left or go right. So you know, I had to find a way mm-hmm. to really tap into my passion and and navigate my energy into the to the right, you know, the right direction. So you know, what I mean, I always had a passion for people since I've been a kid. So I just, you know, I I, I found an interest in 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 developing and helping um, youth where I can and and you know having guidance and sharing my story with them and hopefully you know they can they can be a better person so that that was essentially the passion um, for yeah. for starting this whole thing
0: yeah so I think what I'm hearing here is uh as a youth you were exposed to a lot of things right some good some not so good and uh you had to make a decision which way to go but in that perhaps maybe trying to guide others away from some of those not so good things is what helped birth this program. Right. Is that right. is that pretty close?
1: Yes. Yes. Very, very close. You, you head on. Right. Yes. Yes, sir. So as okay. um, I, 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 I'll, I'll jump on that for a minute. So as, um, okay. you know, as I, as I was growing up, you know, I didn't have it. I wouldn't sit here and tell you that I had it you know the hardest but you know there were times where you know we had to just to share a lot of stuff like I said I had a big family so stuff had to be distributed evenly throughout you know the family but I didn't I didn't have it you know hard we were never just like you know dirt poor but you know we had to we had to survive at the same time but um yeah. you know I had a uh, part of my family you know they were um some of the guys you know they were in the streets and and I don't know how you say successful. I, I wouldn't say successful at, at doing it because that's not a thing to be successful at. but they were, they were mm-hmm. doing pretty well for themselves by doing the wrong thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, and then another side of my family, they were, you know, professionals and, and corporate America and entrepreneurs. So I had the best of both worlds to look at, but mm-hmm. you know, the the, the, the fast way and the, and the flashy way is always looks more appealing, you know, to especially a young person. So you know I kind of yeah. kind of kind of veered off to the left a little bit and and started taking you know to those, to that lifestyle you know what i mean and so you know I went to college came home from came home from college man and started thought thought I knew what I was doing and thought I was going to do and i actually actually started doing pretty well myself at 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 doing the wrong things you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um just mm-hmm. being around the wrong people so the uh turn of events in my life it was probably one of my um biggest biggest stories when i'm able to impact people not only that i've um you know i played played that game and had, was successful um little successful doing so um you know w- one day i was unfortunate chain of events i was shot five times you know during the wow. robbery during the robbery so
0: okay
1: um with that you know i had to you know go through the whole surgery process had to learn how to walk again had two surgeries after that um as related to that same issue. So you know that was a um eye opener. And not even then, you know, not even immediately after that that I kind of flipped the switch and was like, you know, I still after recovering and thing, I still dabbled a little bit, but you know, this that's 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 the way it went. And so so after that, yeah. you know, it was, it was a couple years even after that that I, you know, still was not on the right track. So it, it, it was it was a growing process. And I had to really sit, sit down, you know, you know, taking some bumps and bruises, playing, playing in the streets and playing that game. And also just taking a bunch of losses financially, um, a lot, a bunch of losses of uh, close people to me, you know, even uh, friends as well as relatives losing their life playing that same game. So that was more of an eye opener to me to say, hey, man, what is it? that you're going to do you know what I mean you know better yeah you know what I mean it's not like I I didn't know no other way you know what I mean it's just that's what I chose to do yes. so you know I had to that 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 was the you know the turning point for me as far as this shifting and navigating into um you know what what I'm doing now and, and fulfilling my purpose
0: yeah yeah wow man that's uh that's a lot there um I was thinking when you were talking uh there has to be something that that made him, you know make a decision right. and then when you said you got shot I thought that was it but then you said you kept dibbling and dabbling so it was a like a, a combination of things but ultimately it was what you knew to be right
1: certainly certainly
0: yeah yeah all right so uh the the five program if a youngster comes in and becomes a part of that program, what are they, what are they getting?
1: So, um, like I mentioned earlier, man, just, just, just access and opportunity, man. I, like I said, my, my, my goal is to, to, to provide, um, every kid I come across with access to be able to do whatever it is that they want to do. If I, can do it or have the knowledge to do it myself that's why we partner with these different organizations that's why we partner with these different professionals to teach these kids and set up courses they set up job shadowing to do to pursue their passion that's what my curriculum is 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 written off of it's called a passion pursuit program so you know that's 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 what i based it off of so we partner with these different organizations um we actually just acquired a, a ten thousand square foot um, facility here out in Ypsilanti okay. um, now. So what what we have here, um, we partner with a, a company called Unite STEM, uh, one of our partners there. They have a, a STEM program with what they teach here, and then we have a robotics program. We're building out a music studio where kids can come in and, and have a voice. You know, because everybody's into rap, everybody want to be a rapper now. So we're Bringing yeah. them a place where they can do it safely and have a platform to not only have a voice and record music and, and, and work on their music, but to also learn the ins and outs of that industry. So from, you know, learning the whole engineering process to learning the whole loops of, uh, you know, record labels and A&Rs and things like that. Um, so yeah. that's, that's, that's a part of what we do. We have a photography room kids that are interested in photography and videography. We have, we're building out a room to do that. So uh, like I said, every, the access is is the main thing, man. We're so, we're so our communities and our culture. Is so um, underprivileged, you know, and overlooked when it comes to having resources, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's the big picture. And, and what we're, what we want to uh, provide and have been successful. Um, I think uh, if I was to, give an overview in doing so. So we're just trying to extend our arms a little bit and touch more kids and actually have more things in-house where they're able to um, pursue.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I know my producer is thinking, man, you know, we I've been talking to him specifically about a program that I started at Roboshaw mm-hmm. called Roboshaw's Finest. Mm-hmm. And what I do is uh, have teachers recommend uh, students And what the students I'm looking for are the ones that we miss, the ones that, you know, are, are good kids. You know, they may not be your academic high flyers. They may not be athletic, but they're the kids that come in and they're on point. The teachers like them. They appreciate their presence. A knucklehead may be acting up and these kids are still on point and doing what they're supposed to do. And the schools do very little to recognize those kids. Right. If you're an academic all-star, we have stuff in place for you. If you're, you know, an athlete, we have stuff in place for you. And if you're a knucklehead, they got all kinds of stuff and resources for them. But, you know, the kids that are actually in on point, we kind of overlooked them. So I started this program. And what I wanted to be able to do with them is give them access to different things. Just for them, you know, maybe it sparks a light in them. And so you and I are going to definitely have to talk um, post post recording about how we can make this a full circle thing and have you come back to robishaw and work see where we can work to get those kids some exposure to certainly. some of the connects you have
1: man certainly man it's definitely definitely necessary in the, in the lives of these kids um uh, I know when you were growing up, it, it, I caught the tail end of it. Like I said, I was raised by grandparents, so I was, you know, kind of <laughs> before my time, if you will. But you know, the 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 saying was was so common: it takes a village to raise a child. And I I think we got away and strayed away from that, man. you know what I mean? Because we we're at a, a age where you know parents and all this stuff they want to be the kid's friend and 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 do all yeah. this crazy stuff nobody has any guidance so you know what i mean i i am who i am because people had their hands on me and was able to you know keep their hands on me long enough for me to make it make it make a turn you know what i mean they didn't give up yeah. on me and they didn't you know didn't didn't allow me to stray away too far so i'm definitely grateful for that yeah. and i and i tend to you know pay that forward as much as i can
0: yeah yeah, so here's a here's a, a question I like to, to ask. Um you're two years into the game, right? And you're at a certain level. Uh, we're talking about the next level, right? If there was a switch that you could flip to take you from where you are to the next level you want to be at, what would that switch entail?
1: So Doing doing what we're doing just on a on on a way bigger scale, my my idea is to have um few locations um uh, initially throughout throughout Michigan, particularly in the um you know southeastern Michigan, Detroit, um, Ipsy Cores, Inkster areas. Um, but to to answer your question, probably a few facilities. Um throughout the 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 state of Michigan where you know where we provide just 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 access and opportunity to these kids to do have a have a space you know what I mean where they can where they can learn where they can where they can grow you know and they can have you know guidance and 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 some leadership there who care who, who, who genuinely cares about them um outside of just being there for a paycheck you know what I mean so that's yeah. the vision, and and yeah. that's 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 the plan, and that's where we're um, plan to work on too, as long as I'm I'm able to do so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so then my follow up to that is, all right, we we have an audience. Um, our goal is to to get this podcast where it's being seen by goo gobs of viewers all over the world. All right, and so how can our viewers and listeners support you? And taking you to the next level. What is something they can tangibly do to help you push you towards that goal?
1: And so, so, so that goes back to um, you know continuing our conversation about just having people to 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 be there for these kids. So a lot a lot of the programs um, that we have, I, I, we had to get the the space, of course, we had to get the equipment. But a lot of a lot of the programs that we run are strictly people you know who are who are well off in these particular professions just coming in and just sharing their time with these kids you know what i mean we have professional photographers who come in and teach courses free of charge to us and to the kids we have um you know different people from different career fields who just comes in volunteer voluntarily um that's 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 one way you know just just whatever whatever you're good at you know even if it's just you know, being able to tell your story and 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 mentor, you know, we we, we need that all yeah. the time. Um and of course, uh ultimately, you know, supporting us financially in any way, because you know, none of none yeah. of this stuff uh is free. So you know, yeah. uh yeah. you know, they can you know, go to our website, defyprogram.org and check out exactly everything we're doing um now and and support us in that way as well.
0: Okay. Good. So give, give that website again. And then is there any other uh, process they go through to kind of contact you for that, that human resource that you need? Yes. Yeah,
1: well? So, um, so actually, um, every, everything is there um, as far as, um, supporting and also, um, just, just, just contacting the volunteer sign up for them on there as well. But, uh, that's the fireprogram.org. That's D F Y program.org. And, um, my information is on there as well. Um, to reach out to me directly um my phone number is not on there because I don't want a bunch of kids calling me and yeah. <laughs> but uh my email is on there and, and our email is on there and there's some registration forms and things like that where they can sign up and volunteer to um to you know just be hands-on or even if they want to volunteer their services at an uh to you know carry out the passion of these kids
0: yeah yeah, and it's 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 quite a uh, a job, right? When you're mentoring to an underprivileged, a minoritized group of people, it comes with a different set of challenges, right? Oh yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of those challenges that that you faced in dealing with with our community.
1: Okay, so 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 um, number one is 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 not having the same reinforcement at home. I mean, they can yeah. they can they they can they can come in the building they can come like where you are they can come into school man and they you know you can you can mold them and, and teach them the right stuff and then when they go home it's not the same you're not getting the same reinforcement you know what I mean so so it's yeah. like we we can only spend so much time pouring into them and in if it's not reinforced at home that makes it kind of difficult to um yeah you know for 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 it to stay on the straight and narrow um also like I, like we spoke on um earlier just having the resources man we don't we don't have the resources like you know i mean westwood um detroit um out here in ypsilanti they don't have the, the school districts in particular they don't have the resources that other yeah. uh surrounding communities have ann arbor bloomfield troy you know what i mean so you know that's 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 also a big a big Big factor in, in in doing what we do, like I said, because none of this, none of none of the stuff that we need is is free. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I think just like even out here, I think uh, you know, the ypsilanti community gets about I think about seven grand per kid, and and a mile up the road in Ann Arbor, they get like thirteen grand per kid. You know what I mean? From 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 federal funding. So you know what I mean? The yeah so it's you know the, the resources are, are 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 it's a big it's it's a big gap man so that's yeah, those are big. two of the those are two of the main main problems and the main 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 issues with uh yeah with that man and and then yeah. you can see the difference in 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 our facilities and you know our schools and you cross cross over there the schools are, are way nicer they have way more you know um yeah. No, upgrade no upgraded, I mean thing. so it's you it's, may it's, see
0: some uh middle schools, yes, that look yes. like universities, yes, so, and our high schools look like uh middle schools
1: right, right, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's um you know we can't we can't do too much complaining as we've already have throughout all these years, even when I was in school. It's always been a conversation, we just had to do what we got with what we got, you know to come together as um Collective community and 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 do what we got to do to, you know, pull resources we can from every angle we can to, to, you know, make these kids um, successful.
0: Yeah, man, I, I just find the work you're doing to be very impressive. Um, and my my thought is is it's a great challenge. You're a young man. Um, you know, there's a whole uh, host of things you could be doing. You speak well. You're, you're educated like you said you you've had uh both sides of of the world kind of in front of you and you know both of them well and so there's all these avenues for you to go and you chose this one uh what's your reward
1: man my my reward is man just 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 having the satisfaction of 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 what I do to be impactful yeah. That's that that's 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 the number one reason really. to, to see that I've, I've I've if not me directly that my program or 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 the people of of my program have made a difference in the lives of some of the kids that we touch. That's, that's 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 what makes me happy, man. That's what makes me grind my gears. That's what that's what that's what that's what makes me grind harder, man. Because I know I know that it's working. You know what I mean? So so. Um, that's rewarding in a sense of personal reward. I mean, as far as far as um, the reward of just living, man. I mean, I doing the right thing. You know, I've been like I said, I've been blessed, and so many doors have opened. I've connected with so many different um, good people, and you know, and 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 made so many good relationships by doing the work that I do. So that's definitely rewarding within itself. So. Um, I don't have any complaints, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living well and doing the right thing for myself. So it's definitely a reward to just, 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 you know, be, be the person that I I, I definitely think I, I am supposed to be. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. A powerful story, man. Uh, more of the youth needs to hear your story, um, gives them, uh, something to look towards. Right. Um, like you said, a lot of kids want to be rappers and everything, not saying there's anything wrong with that but there's also other ways that we can impact the world and, uh, live well at the same time. Right. Um, my producer is asking what, what college did you attend?
1: Okay. So I left, left Robichard and, and, and man, I had a, a, like a 3.7, 3.8, um, GPA and I had the, the opportunity to go to pretty much, um, any college that I wanted to go to, but I, I, I wasn't wow. thinking about college. So I was, I sat around and, and one of my boys, um, my best friend actually went to Robichard. He, he played basket. he had a basketball scholarship to play at, um, Adrian College. So we were just sitting at his house one day, probably about two weeks before college was supposed to start. And I got all these offers and I ain't picked one. So I'm like, man, I'm just gonna go to Adrian. So I ended up at Adrian College and wow. I did about I did about two and a half years there. And then I came home and that's when I told you um I you know those those chain of events happened. So I never went back and got to finish school um college wise, but um as far as this question, I, I did go to Adrian College for a couple years.
0: Okay. So I got a few more things. Uh what year did you come out of Robichard? Two thousand nine. Okay, two thousand nine. Do you yes. remember any teachers there? You want to shout some of them teachers out?
1: Man, you know, you know what? I uh I'm so bad with names, man, but I do have uh okay. I do have some 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 teachers that I do remember. Um Mr. Crump was there when I was there. I think he's he was the basketball guy. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Vernon Crump, he was um one of my teachers as well, but you know we connected and had had a uh, you know good relationship, and he was one of those guys that that um would always tell me you know I was I was special and I would be going somewhere, and he he reminded me of that constantly. So um, definitely shout out to him, uh, Mr. Tony Semifero was a math teacher okay. teacher there. I had um calculus, I believe, or or some some crazy hard class whatever it was and you know but he i mean outside of just being a teacher he he was definitely one that I saw his heart you know he was genuine about you know what he did um for for the kids there and for the school district and he was definitely passionate about you know his kids outside of just teaching um yeah Miss Lucy Rogers she was uh I think she retired as a counselor there but okay. she was like a um she was a home, some type of home, ec like teacher or something like that. But she, she ended up being a counselor the last year I was there, man. And she, she was, man, she was, she was phenomenal. Like I said about Mr. Crumb, she always would, you know, knew I had a, a, a knew I had some talent, knew I was special and, and it would always tell me I'd be successful, but man, the conversations I had with her and and the vision she had for me, even when I didn't see it for myself, is all is 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 just phenomenal. I'll never forget her, and the list goes on. Um, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm horrible with names, but I can tell you, I, if I see the face, I can tell them that's what it is. But I mean Robichard, I mean for what it is, it's, it's it was a great. Great family, great family community, man. Like I said, I didn't get there till like eleventh grade, so. But mm-hmm. they they embrace me, and I I, I like I've been out there, you know, all, all all since I was a kid. You know, I, I fit right mm-hmm. in out there. So, um, I I yeah. didn't do much. Yeah, I didn't that's... do I didn't do much schooling because all the teachers thought I was special. So I I kind of kind of kind of my way through through there doing some Doing, doing a lot of work that I, I should have did that I didn't have to do
0: <laughs> well you know there's a for us educators there's there's schooling and there's educating right schooling is just a process of you know oh, processing coach, sorry, the students coach, from uh, one state uh,
1: coach Bohannon as well too but that's my guy okay
0: that, uh, yeah. yeah so I um uh, a few of the names I, I recognize uh Vernon Crump was uh i want to say he was the uh athletic director when i got there yes man. and uh and then also almost he's almost operating as the vice principal uh really cool dude um semi-feral I met him uh he might have been there for a year before um he actually departed and went to a different school um as far as i can see was a pretty cool guy as well i never met lucy rogers and the last um, person you mentioned, uh, Bohan, and I kind of know him kind of passing through because I think mm-hmm. he works more with the younger kids and everything, but definitely yeah, know him I when I see uh, him. But yeah.
1: yeah, I think he's an administrative staff at the middle school, elementary school or something now.
0: Yeah, yeah, all quality people, man. So we have one final question that we always ask our guests uh, to close it out. Uh, it's the most important question, however. So uh, embrace yourself, get yourself ready for this one all right you're you, right. you right. you ready to I'm go
1: ready. yeah let's do it
0: okay have you uh ever been on the cover of a magazine yes okay yes <laughs> uh do you remember what it was what the magazine was
1: uh the magazine just, one of them was just recently is uh three R 3R, three r y magazine Probably it's just august i was on the cover of the august edition so
0: okay all right it's three r y Magazine, yes. and you said a couple
1: of them. No, no, I was some as a kid, but Three R Y was just recent. I was on their August 2021 edition. Um, their uh, wow. company, yeah, their company based out of Michigan. So they did a um, uh, kind of similar story on me there. Um, just acknowledging uh, my story and what I do, and 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 mm-hmm. and put me on this at this platform as a as an influencer, influencer, and a mover and a shaker. But you know they. I think they wow. gave me a little more credit than i deserve but but I, i'll take it i'll take it
0: <laughs> well we're, we're not to be outdone here
1: yeah, uh, yeah one of go.
0: the things we do <laughs> for every uh guest that we have is we place them on a dripping in black magazine cover Um oh, so uh okay. my my uh, producer is going to put your cover up so you can get a sneak peek uh look at that <laughs> yep all right, and so that will be the cover. We will look mock it that. up and get it all, you know, nice and pretty for you. And it will also be a parting gift. So if you look over my shoulders, there's quite a few uh, yes. Dripping and Black alumni yes. whose uh, magazine covers uh on yes. the uh, what I call the Dripping and Black Alumni Hall of Fame mm-hmm. Wall of Fame all right so you will That's get amazing. that glad, in the mail glad to be, in the not glad, too distant future
1: <laughs> glad to be a part thank you
0: yeah all right my brother Stafford Wil- Wilkinson uh we want to thank you for coming out we look forward to seeing the great things you have in store in the future and perhaps having you come back on at a later date
1: thank you thank you for having me man this, this has been great
0: Yeah, we will definitely stay in touch. Uh, We got some other work we got to do together. We're going to ask our audience to hold on for the final segment called The Last Drip. But our thanks again to Mr. Stanford Wilkinson. Thank you. Up next, The Last Drip. But first, a message from Anchor. A dripping in Black thanks to Stanford Wilkinson for sharing his outstanding story and for the work that he is doing to provide opportunity and access to our underserved youth. However, we have reached the final segment of our podcast called The Last Drip. The Last Drip is the last opportunity for us to squeeze in a bit more of Black excellence for you. In this final segment, we highlight a common thread between our guests and our vast and rich African-American history. For this episode, we focus on Black History in the Making as we highlight the Black Executive Director Alliance of Detroit, A.K.A. B.D.A.D. In the fall of 2020, nine of Detroit's nonprofit Black leaders came together to form the Black Executive Director Alliance of Detroit. B.D.A.D. includes Tiffany Brown, founder and executive director of Developing Despite Distance, Renee Fluger. Founder and president of the Midnight Golf Program. Nicole Wilson, Executive Director of the Union. Union spelled Y-U-N-I-O-N. Richard Grundy, co-founder and CEO of Journey. Journey spelled J-O-U-R-N-I. Keisha Jackson, founder and executive director of Caleb's Kids. Eric Miller, Founder and president of the Lawn Academy, Courtney Smith, founder and CEO of Detroit Phoenix Center, as well as the two co founders of BDAD, Anise Hayes, founder and executive director of Atlantic Impact, and Kim Johnson, founder, president, and CEO of Developing Kids. Kids stands for Kingdoms in Different Stages. Each of these nine nonprofits are youth serving organizations, while each organization remains their own separate entity. They are working together as a part of BDAD to create an ecosystem of support for their organizations as well as the youth that they serve. These nine individuals and their respective organizations are using their collective resources to provide well-rounded support to underserved youth and to strive for racial equality for Black organizations across the nonprofit landscape. For the many lives that they are impacting, the Black Executive Director Alliance of Detroit, AKA BDAD, is this episode's last drip. For more on the Black Executive Director Alliance of Detroit, check out modelmedia.com, MichiganChronicle.com, and click on Detroit.com. My thanks to all of these websites for the knowledge. The Dripping in Black podcast can be found on the DIBK channel on YouTube. Subscribe, comment, like, and share. Our audio podcast can be found on the most popular podcast platforms. Also, you can like us and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DIBK20. My thanks to all of our listeners, viewers, supporters, and subscribers. And until next time, be kind, be loving, and be excellent on purpose. It is a choice. You have just experienced
1: a Dripping in Black production.